In the last session, we followed the Nine Hells Company as they prepared for a night of rest in Elminster's pocket dimension of Sanctuary, before heading to Cedarsbroke in search of Asarak's phylactery. Before going to bed, Fiddle decided to take a stab at contacting Shah after learning Asarak had usurped her divine mantle. He found nothing but a black mass in front of him, and decided to contact Asarak himself. That led Fiddle to the same place. Asarak casted a feeble mind spell on Fiddle that caused a ruckus within Sanctuary, as Fiddle's mind had become that of an unintelligible animal. The party had to restrain him, and Storm Silverhand, a chosen of Mistra, wished the feeble mind away and demanded a demonic artifact Fiddle held that had ties to the Lich in himself. Fiddle refused, and the party found themselves in a disagreement before relations quickly soured, and they found themselves charging out of sanctuary. John Claude on the back of Soleil in a werewolf form, and Fiddle on the back of Gregory's phantasmal steed, magical steed, one of them is paladin steed. They were chased by centaurs and dragonborn as they re-emerged in Shadowdale through the lake portal. They quickly took flight and found refuge in an old abandoned farm. There, Gregory had a dream of the false watcher with the soul of his wife. Soleil had a dream of her time in Luskin as the wolf and trying to overpower it. In the morning, they decided to teleport to Cedarstroke, but the glyphs didn't work how Fiddle intended, taking a lot of damage along the way before the party ended up in a different forest entirely. The Forest of Grandlaw, located on the island of Illogon, the home of the Emerald Enclave. And that is where we rejoin the party. Did you did you need to sneeze the entire time? Uh, I had something stuck in my throat. I've been oh. eating muffins. So. <laughs> There's a little muffin stuck in your Yeah, it was... Uh, but that's staying in now. So, Nine Hells. As you're standing in the forest, you've managed to ascertain with Fiddle throwing the flying monkey up in the air and seeing that you are on an island and reiterating all the information that you saw. John claude was able to ascertain geographically where you were on the island of Illogon, which was one of two islands that made up the eyes of Sylvanus. It was located near Alagon, which is where John claude has his bakery. You identified a settlement near on the other side of the island, where you saw druids were rushing into the forest, seemingly reacting to something quick, um, recently entering. As the fly monkey, FM, comes down, and you revert back into your form, you see in the sky the... Uh, the tree canopies are very closed in where you're standing, but you can see gaps in it. And through the gaps in the sky, you see the clouds start to part and they form words mm-hmm. reading trespassers surrender and answer to the Emerald Enclave. And they just float up in the sky. As you all wipe the beat of sweat from your brow, you realize it's very humid in this forest, very hot compared to all the frosty cold of winter's coming that you've recently been experiencing. It's very hot and tropical in this island. You see all around you is bushes, trees, and dense foliage. You see squirrels dart from tree to tree, hedgehogs waddle from bush to bush, 
and insects fly all around in this almost claustrophobic environment. You feel the little ground beneath you start to crawl and shift as dark roots start to fill the forest around you, making it very difficult to walk around as the roots lift up and almost forming like hands sort of latch onto your feet not strong enough to hold you there but you can like kind of tug away but you find yourself a bit more restrained than you were before as um this forest seems in itself alive what are what are you all doing i um smack a bug that's on my neck and go well this is a bit of a change of pace isn't it i magically make myself a fan that i like flip out and start fanning myself okay fiddle so you clash your hands together and go to pull them apart to create the fan and you as you pull your hands together nothing appears interesting Mm, can i roll an arcana check yes you can nice that's a 26 okay what are you trying to ascertain why my spell didn't work okay um so this one's quite interesting because your magic's there. It's just more suppressed. Um, it feels almost similar to, and you've heard of these, um, Fiddle yourself might have actually experienced them briefly, um, like dead magic zones throughout Faerun that occur. Um, they're sort of like naturally dead zones for magic where the weave is just um, okay. being destroyed. Uh, this seems to resemble some of that, but the thing is the magic is still there. Um it, it's just more suppressed. You don't know whether if you maybe travel to some other part of the island, it might start working, or maybe it's the island itself that's suppressing it. You're not really sure, but with an Arcana check specifically, that's all you can kind of ascertain. It's like the weave is there, it's just sort of like suppressed. I relay that to the rest of the party. And then fire a firebolt into the sky. Okay. <sighs> just... uh. The sparks emit from your finger, but no fireball appears. Or firebolt. Hmm. Interesting. This could be quite bad, guys. This could be pretty bad. As um, you're now hearing now throughout the tree line and the, all the canopies, you're just hearing these like strange animal noises, and you're hearing this kind of carrying through and again it's so dense around here you can't really ascertain where it's coming from it's just kind of bouncing all around the forest i take it you can't do lim and staniad i don't think i can it'll take 10 minutes to try <laughs> i don't think we have that kind of time we all maybe roll stealth and you maybe roll a perception check to look around in case people are like descending upon us right now uh yes give me a wee give me one second make some conversation with the guys get down get down can we all, like, you know, drop to the floor slightly, maybe go onto one knee, just make ourselves small? Okay, there's there's a lot of, um, like, bushes around, so you can drop yourself so you're, like, literally, like, just underneath a bush now. Um, but you, you're constantly getting all these critters, like, flying up to, like, your, like, shoulders and kind of like, nipping you a bit. It's a very Interesting. close. Interesting. Do we think that noise was a horn? I mean... It could be a, any number of things. There's a lot of noises that are carrying through here. Animal noises. Um, it, potentially, it could have been a horn, um, but it does seem sort of like... Could I roll a nature check to see whether it was made by a mortal race or whether it was made by an animal? Sure, yeah. Roll me a nature check. Nice. It's got an 11. 11. Um, you're not too sure. It did... Could have been it, anything. It... <laughs> could have been anything. It did sound like a horn, 
Um, and, you know, people don't generally just blow horns for the hell of it. But, you know, also, they could do here. Who knows? Um, could I use an action? You, you are allowed to do that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got no more actions for the rest Excuse of the game. Excuse me, God. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm mad. I mean, the world ends in the next second. <laughs> yeah, what would you like to do? Um, primeval awareness, please. As an action, you can expend one ranger spell slot. Uh, to sense when, whether any abbreviations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within one mile of you. Within one mile, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Or six miles within favoured terrain, which it is. It is favoured terrain. Okay, so um, describe to me how John Claw would do this. Um, Picks up some mud and just uh, yeah. plants his face in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I find some bear shit <laughs> pick it up in my hands scoop it up with both hands close to my and then I give it a little lick and then from that I can deduce uh, actually I can't it doesn't reveal creature's location or number <laughs> yeah you just know if there is presence of a certain creature type but good yeah. to know See, JC <laughs> What does the whiff of shit tell you? <laughs> it tells me. <laughs> Hang on. I just need to... Wait. Oh, it's coming from God now. I can feel it. Okay, God, go. So, uh, within six miles, um, you do get a sense, definitely, of elementals on this island. Um, there are a couple in designated spots. You also get the sense of fey, different fey creatures that are scattered all around the forest. And uh, you do get the sense of one or two dragons as well. Um, yeah. Wait, what, what, what the fuck? And, like, chews on a bit even harder. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is degrading. <laughs> yeah, I, I, w- I will say as well, I'm just out of um, story beat-wise, uh, Gregory, roll me a constitution saving throw because you are wearing yeah, the heaviest yeah. armour right now. very warm. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I've got a cape on and everything. It's an 11. 11. Okay, so it's not it's not to the point where it's sort of like, you know, crippling you, but like it's very uncomfortable. Mm. Hey, would you like me to take, take your, your cape, cape in my pocket? It's like a, you know, extra dimensional space. Okay. It'll be safe. Fine. I can take your big old cloak. I can take all of your coats, actually. You want to fold them up nice and tight. Well, I didn't particularly have that much time to pack. Did I, Fiddle? I left my favourite coat. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you left your coat. Oh, dear. Yeah, you're now hearing that. <laughs> coming even louder now. What the hell is that? find out. What are we going to do? Hide in the bushes? I... Take my cape off and I drop it onto fiddle. I bundle it up and put it in my pocket. <laughs> uh, I pull out black razors. Like, well, I'm, it's far too hot. I'm very annoyed. So if there's something over there, let's just go and kill it. Agreed. <laughs> no. Well, listen. I'm I'm done waiting. All right. I'm going to go and cut my way through this bush, and find which way's north, fiddle. Point me north. It's that way. Okay, uh, I go in the direction that Fid was pointing. Okay, so Gregory starts wading his way through, using black razor to kind of cut through all the uh, low low hanging branches and the bushes. What are the rest of you doing? 
Um, I would like to hold Gregory's armor, his chest plate, and use prestidigitation. I can chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. So I'd like to cool down his breastplate, and then I'll probably do the same thing to his helmet. Just, like, make it chilled, you know? Yeah, so I, I, I like that. So, um, Gregory, you start chopping, wading your way through, and you see Fiddle come up and place a hand on the back, on your back. And then he uh, prestigitates a chill flow that comes straight through. And almost like Mr. Freeze with his suit, you just get this like cool breeze that pops out of all the holes. And um, it's, it's nice. It's, it's really relieving and uh, it's a constant. Well, thank you. It was very refreshing. Nice. Amazing. That lasts for an hour, by the way. I don't know whether I can do the same. I can have up to three non-instantaneous effects active at the same time. So maybe I'll do like his helmet. Maybe like... I'm not currently wearing a helmet. I don't know. Oh, you're not wearing a helmet? Yeah, I have a well, helmet, just, but I'm not wearing it. Yeah, it's, it's fair, like... Fair. Well, just your breastplate, It's like described then. as wearing a helmet, but I think flavour-wise, you just make it look how you want. Yeah. That's fair. Well, his breastplate and, you know, the other two, I'll do their jumper or whatever they're wearing. <laughs> jumper? <laughs> I don't know, their shirt. Yeah, I have no idea. Just a section of their chest. They're wearing armour. I, I think they're both leathers, nice. though. Nice. Well, maybe maybe the back plate of everyone's clothes, because that would be quite nice. A chilled back. Mm. Well, you can do it on two other people, right? It's like three objects. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I can do three three of the effects at one time, and all three last for an hour. Yeah. So are you going without them? Yeah, I'm little, and I'm just wearing clothes. I don't wear any armor, so I can imagine I'm quite vented. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You're you're fine. It's just maybe like, I take probably... my shirt off and put it in the coat of my jacket as well so i'm just wearing my jacket and like trousers well while you're like debating this you're hearing that <laughs> coming even louder now somebody else want to i don't know <laughs> roll a perception jack or something to uh, see if yeah. they know what this is <laughs> yeah okay so yeah i would like to do that okay roll me a perception check 23 23 okay um yeah so listening in and again there's a lot of um different animal noises that are all like kind of carrying across but trying to focus in on the horn specifically uh yeah it is um what sounds like a man-made horn that seems to be alerting people to being like right we're running towards a location we're blowing the horn you know this is where we are in case we run into trouble and people need to find our where we are they're sort of blowing it, which you've you've heard from your ranger tactics in the war. Like this is a common practice for forest terrain. Doesn't mean they're coming for us, though. Interesting. It's, it seems to be getting louder, so it does seem that like they're heading this direction. But okay, sure. yeah, it doesn't mean they're looking for us. Okay, I think we can get away with hiding. Okay, sounds good. I'm gonna climb up onto Gregory's back and send FM up to uh, up just to fly up around. See what he can see. Got on a bit of a scouting mission. I'm gonna look on it, look through his eyes and see okay. if flies around. Okay. So jeep jeep. So it flies up out of the canopy. Um as it does, um, and you go through his eyes, uh roll me a perception check to see if you can find some sort of place to hide out. Mm, that's a nine. He flies very quickly away. I go, ah, fuck. I didn't get a good look at the like surrounding area. He's quite high up now. JC, you might have yeah. to find us. Can I have a look? Because I might get advantage for that, maybe? Yeah, you, you definitely will do. Um, and I'll say it's survival as well to kind of like 
try and find Rocking. your way. Okay. What what is your survival now, JC? <laughs> Plus thirteen. <laughs> Plus thirteen. <laughs> um, Fiddle, what's um FM's AC? Oh dear. You don't need to know something like that. Thirty twenty for me. <laughs> His AC is twelve. Okay. Okay, it takes uh, nine points of slashing damage. Nice, okay, I've got to have a quick look to see. Yes, yes, level 14 now. That's very nice. Every creature that I summon now comes with 30 temporary hit points. Okay, so you start hearing as, um, JC, you go out to look with your dirty 20. Um, you hear this. Ah! As um, you hear like um, FM is getting into like a scrap up above, but you can't see him because the canopy's so close and stuff. You can't see where he is. You're How just much? Hearing nine, these screeches. nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. So, so what can I see through my eyes? Through his eyes? Uh, through on? his eyes, you're seeing a giant eagle clawing at FM at the moment. Fuck! Get out of there, buddy. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say you can get out. Um, she's gonna take another swipe. Um, yeah, that's gonna be same. Yeah, he's gonna to he's gonna he's gonna take the disengage or maybe we'll just take the dodge action and fly away, fly back down to the ground. Uh, I'll, I'll say that like uh, the giant eagle seems to be chasing FM, so you can just like, have him fly away or fly back towards you. It's up to you. Um, yeah, just it, straight down. Straight down to the canopy. Get below the canopy. But taking the dodge action the whole time. Okay. So that's going on. Um, JC, with a 20. Uh, what? Oh, it location... should be 23, actually, because my proficiency's doubled. Yes, okay. <coughs> so, 23. You're trying to find a spot. Uh, what would be your ideal location for this situation? Where, where would you be trying to find? Um, I'm probably looking for... Um, some like tree roots, um, that aren't in the ground. So you know we're underneath those sort of thing in some shrubs probably, and probably looking near trees. You know maybe I can find like a big old badger burrow or like just some tree bit, roots bit, and shrubs. Bit like how Lord of the Rings, where they like get off the uh, road path and go underneath that little bit. Um, because uh, yeah, I was gonna say as well because like all the flooring that isn't covered in foliage as all these branches kind of reached out and grasping at you so you're kind of having to kind of almost like walking through a swamp a little bit you're trying to have to pull your feet out to like put them back down again as they're kind of like reaching out and grabbing oh yeah even like water would do you know we could go neck deep and hide amongst reeds or something yeah um Um, anything uh, it's more yeah i'd say you managed to find uh yeah i could say you could find this one tree that is a large arcing it looks like a yew tree so y-e-w um and uh it reaches high above um the canopy up above and um it is humongous and it seems to spread all the way along the ground and there seems to be because of its large shape there are nice little slots where the root yeah just okay perfect above the ground you can kind of hide in and create this sort of it's almost like a tunnel system of roots yeah, rocking. Okay, perfect. I'd like to shove everybody in there without taking any shit. Nice. Yeah, sure thing. I'm just my monkey's being attacked. But he comes back, right? He doesn't really die. Yeah. All right, let's go. Like no shit. Let's go. FM, come Move on. out. 
Hello, don't come back to me. Where is he? Is he still just... Yeah, don't leave them here. Yeah, good point. He's just come below the canopy. He'll be fine. He's a monkey. Yeah. This you, is the jungle. You, you're still hearing the screeches of FM just like screaming out in pain. Is he still being attacked? Well, he's still being trying to get attacked, yeah. Okay, but he still hasn't been here yet. Okay, so you all head in. JC, you climb in underneath, and uh, are you just sort of hiding out there? Yeah, just for the second. You know, maybe, like, you know, is there enough room for us to be out of the way of the door? Because I'd go as far as, like, hiding in plain sight, and then I will stand in front of the door. Uh, I'd say it's, it's, very, it's very similar to, like, you know, you're... You can crawl to a point where you've got so much roots out your way that you can only see small gaps in, but like someone who's actively searching might be able to see if you're moving about in there. Okay, could we all shove into this little root structure? Have JC basically like stand at the entrance, but maybe sit like cross-legged at the entrance. And then I'm going to increase the edge of the tree so that the roots are covered up using minor illusion. Like you know, have mm. the roots carry on as an illusion. No, your and spells he... aren't working. You ain't gonna it... do nothing. Ah, oh, yeah, it is a it's a cantrip though, so you never know. Okay, sure. So, so J, uh, so you usher people in as far as it, they can get into the tree before the roots just kind of stop. Yeah, so, so you, I go in last. Good, good three feet in, four feet in, and then you sit by the entrance and fiddle. You rub your hands together. Minor illusion. Nothing happens. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Oh dear. And uh, it's around this time you start hearing the kind of strides and the pads of four-limbed creatures that seem to be kind of like tearing their way through the forest. You can hear like kind of in the near distance now as um, you're hearing these kind of growls as a uh, yeah, you're hearing quite a few of them come close now. My presser digitation is definitely working, yes? <laughs> oh, yeah, that wouldn't, would it? Yeah, it wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't slip, know. <laughs> slipped out straight away. No, it wouldn't. Rubbish. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, wait a second, everyone. Are your arms actually colder? Or do they just feel slightly colder? Because I told you I was making them colder. <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it, I am quite warm. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, so it's off of that. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't work. Um, like I said, seems like dead magic. Um, it's around about this time with all the low bushes and stuff. You can't see anything out except from like a close five vicinity of open space about 10 foot where you start hearing <sighs> start hearing these kind of like hunting creatures start sniffing about look they're just some kind of large jungle cat we can take these things what are we hiding in under a stump for just wait there are dragons what there are dragons. I... Well, how many? Dragons. Boys. You... <laughs> Wait, look. <laughs> I'm very warm under here, and being. It's warm enough. As, you, <laughs> as you're uh, laying there. So I assume you're all hiding, right? That's, yes, that, that's, that's the intention. I need a stealth check from all of you. 
Oh, 21. Oh, I have disadvantage on self checks, and I got 15 on both. Did Did I get um? Did I get to hide in plain sight? What's that mean? Uh you can spend one minute. I mentioned it, but I wasn't very forceful. <laughs> it was about when I was on about like standing at the door and using hide in plain sight. Mm. I can spend one minute creating camouflage for yourself from naturally occurring materials. Once camouflage, you can try and hide by pressing yourself up against a solid surface and gain a plus 10 stealth check yeah no no yeah for sure yeah sorry i didn't catch that yeah you you definitely would have had enough time you would have had enough time to do that a bit like um what's his face out of hunger games um dean <laughs> 16 okay you hear this voice sam this is your last chance surrender to the emerald enclave and we promise you will have your lives as you hear this voice shout out from the foliage behind um, can I try and sneak out? You certainly um, can. It would be another before, before we go out. Before we go out, I'm pretty sure these guys really don't like mages. So I think I need to pretend that I've hired you all. Because if we just go out there and say we're an adventuring party, they're going to ask what the fuck I can do, and I can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to be like a rich guy who's hired you all. Okay. Because you're all really fucking capable, and I'm not. <laughs> if this I'm not is a mage. And this is your last me, chance. Come okay, out. Okay, let me, let me sneak out, let me sneak out, let me sneak out. Okay, I'll say I'll say you won't get your plus 10 because the whole point of that is like you, you remain still. Yep. So no, yep, that's, but, it does but, say that. But I will give I you... FM, come and distract them? Like F fly in from behind? FM's still currently being attacked, so you can... Dead. I thought you were about to say FM's dead. <laughs> no, no. I'll, 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 I wouldn't do that, but um, yeah, you, you certainly can. Um, but I will, for John Claude, so I'll stay with you for a second, mm -hmm. I will give you advantage, because of, okay. like, you know, you've got all this different... Like I said, you've got all this dirt, these this bark stuff, like, yeah, you definitely I... can blend in. Cool, so, so yeah. So I want to try and... I want to sneak out... And then I'm going to delicately reveal myself slightly away from where you guys are, and then. Okay, but aren't they outside of? You're currently like. They're nearby. The they're, they're not nearby. Okay. Yeah, I they're nearby. Them no, there, there were there were some creatures uh, sniffing at the door. Right. The guy who's speaking is nearby, so okay, I want to try and good. just that's sneak good. off, you know, ten meters, twenty meters away. Then I'll reveal myself. If you hear me screaming, then don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> or. Do? <laughs> or do? <laughs> Who knows? Are you going to say you have friends in a tree nearby, or are you going to say you're alone? Well, I'll see if they try and kill me. You start seeing the smoke start coming through the bushes, um, the nearby bushes. Um, you're not really sure what it mm -hmm. is, but it smells like kind of bonfire-y. So you, okay. whatever you're doing, you better do it soon. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm going. Should I roll now? Advantage stealth check, please. Like Metal Gear Solid. God. Should I roll? In a cardboard box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 22. 22, okay. So, you start crawling, and you're crawling. You find, like, a little opening you can go out, so not the same entrance, but a different one out underneath the tree. And you're starting to crawl as you see this, like, kind of um, fiery smoke start wafting through past the bushes and into the trees. And all of you that are still in the tree, you're sort of having to cover your mouth as it's starting to, like, blow up through your noses, you know. <coughs> As um, John Claude, you're sort of crawling, army commando, and you get past the bush and you look to your left and you can see there's two, what look like huge wolf-like creatures, all white pelts, uh, 
they sort of resemble direwolves that you might have seen once or twice before that seem to be sort of like lingering on the other side as well as a couple of what look like nature-like druids you know wearing uh, forest furs holding a staff um, there seems to be about three of them and you can hear a couple more located around the surroundings you're not really sure where though as you sort of crawl past a little bit they don't seem to notice you <laughs> yeah, I'll just fuck off and leave everyone behind. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so John Cole yeah, goes okay. off and finishes the campaign by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would like to go and find Elminster <laughs> and go back to Salt Rock. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to do my uh, last rest, uh, checkpoint, please. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, so I just sort of, you know, I come up behind them then and then. Okay. You know, close enough to startle them, but my hands are above my head by the time they turn around. Sure. So, yeah, go ahead. How do you approach them? They're sort of like facing towards the tree now, behind some bushes, sort of crouch prone, waiting to sort of like, you know, not really. Okay, yeah, I would love to go and like crouch behind them and put my hands up. Okay. Bonjour, bonjour. <gasps> I surrender. You, you see, this druid turns around. Are you looking? Um, are you looking for me? I wasn't I'll, sure. I'll just. <laughs> Holds a star, staff out and seems really confused. These two walls, but um, either side of the druid sort of look around. They start going as he's like, throw down your weapon now, your bow on the floor. Um, okay, it wasn't in my hands, it was around my shoulder. Do you want me to take it off? Yes, right down. Yep, okay, uh, I take it off. Okay, I'm doing this very slowly, officer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in my, not in my hands. <laughs> Yeah. He's, He's go. reaching for my license. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're throwing your bow down, yeah? Yep. Okay, so you throw your bow down, and you see the uh, druid with the staff still holding it up at you, and he's like, is there anyone else with you? Yes. Where are they? I just... Why are we in trouble? Where are they? You are trespassing. Why are we in... What? Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Fine. They... Uh, just right here. Just okay. can we have some guarantees that we're not going to die? Like you know, at least straight away. We'll go to trial first, right? If you throw down your weapons and come with us, we promise your safety. Alrighty, I can't imagine anything going wrong there. <laughs> the rest of my party are so cooperative. All right, guys, I think it's safe. They're really cool and chill, and I'm pretty sure we won't die. Oh, no, what have they done to JC's voice? <laughs> <laughs> can I just come out from this? him. <laughs> so come up. For a <laughs> Excuse me, one fish and chips, please. Can't <laughs> 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 imagine that already. <laughs> Jam on toast, anybody? <laughs> or perhaps some beans? <laughs> okay, no, so don't run. I promise you, the cucumber's delicious. <laughs> so the three of you under the tree, you're hearing JC saying, it's all good, you can come out, what are you doing? We have found ourselves trespassing. I think we can just, we should just be able to go away. I've, I've said I'm sorry. I haven't yet. I am sorry, by the way. We, we'll continue to just... It's fine. No weapons, please. I, um... One second. I think I've got to look at the things of my jacket. What does my jacket do? Each pouch can hold... 20 pounds of material, not exceeding a volume of 2 cubic feet. 
Oh no, this is for a haversack. Do you know what my jacket can hold? Um, I've, I think it's a lot because you've got so many pockets in there as well. Uh, I don't think it actually specifies because it was a homebrew thing. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I go, okay, um, uh, Gregory, quick, give me your sword and put it in my pocket. Absolutely not. But they're going to take it off of you. I don't care, they can try. I don't think the sword will be very happy. Well, they can fuck that sky high. Exactly, just hand it to me, put it in my jacket pocket, and I'll give it back to you later. Gregory, I promise. You're here in the back Feed me. Listen to me, Gregory. This could be. Yeah. Look, both of you can shut up, alright? Both Either of you. We go outside and we kill them, or we go along with them and maybe they can help. Please. What? Look what? into my eyes. No. I can't Stop do magic at the moment. I, 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 like I, I, I just care. I'm, walk, I'm, walk, I'm going out of there right now. They're going to try and take your sword off you. I don't care. They can try. You said exactly. your friends were cooperating. You Why are they not coming out of the tree? Quick. Just give us a minute. There and kill them. I didn't actually promise it. <laughs> Gregory, <laughs> Gregory, if you don't give me the sword, we're going to have to go out there and kill them. Is that what you want? That's the decision you'll be Sort making. of. It's all, I'm hiding in a tree. I'm warm. I'm sweaty. I'm ready to kill someone. <laughs> I'm going to roll a persuasion check on Gregory. <laughs> I'll be, you nice, can. I got a seven. I go fine. I shove him and walk out the, walk out the tree. <laughs> okay, so fiddle uh, and bear in mind you can sort of like just walk but you have to just arch your back a little bit whereas everyone else has to kind of crawl into here you'll, you'll sort of manage to get to a point where you can sort nice. of almost walk your way out and um, you come out and you see the druid sticks his head out over the bushes and i, I put my over. dagger in my pocket by the way i put my dagger in my pocket <laughs> okay and you see these two direwolves kind of emerge through the tree line and they're like very scary uh, i don't care that's, okay, a, so that's a good snarl. Did, I put my hands up. Druid said, jump your weapon. I I don't have a weapon. I'm unarmed. I like pull up my jacket and spin around so they can see my waistline. There's nothing attached to it. Okay. Everything that could be a weapon is in my pocket. Okay, so you spin around. Um, and <laughs> so he looks at you and you can see in your coat pockets where you've put your dagger right um the blades in there but then it's sticking out so like the handle and what then the i put it on the inside pocket <laughs> i put it in a pocket that's not like so it's not in full. there like, like like it's not it's not in there if that makes sense like the pocket's not big enough to fit in it's like one of those tiny little ones as um it's sort well, of can like i just put it in one of the other pockets this is my yeah. this is my you know magic jacket yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're all not... It doesn't go into them. <gasps> oh, no! So, it's, it's sort of like you, you spin around and it sort of dangles out and like falls <laughs> out and you have to kind of catch it quick. And I go, oh, this knife. <laughs> <laughs> this knife. And I go, and I look at my other pocket and it's like overflowing with coats oh, as well. And I go, oh, you best all take your coats back too if my jacket's not working. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you throwing it down on the ground in front of you? This is a very special knife. Will I get it back? You will get it back if you cooperate. Perfect. Here you go. That does sound pretty fair. Okay, so you chuck your dagger down, kind of crawl out, and um, Gregory, by this point, you are mm. wet through. Furious. <laughs> sweaty, and you get out. And uh, just yeah, clean and, um, this. You see the druid. He's like looking at you, holding the staff up. He's like, oh yes, yes, I'm, I'm aware of the drill. Drop your weapons, blah blah blah. Listen, I don't know who you are. 
and I don't particularly care who you are either. So if you could With just the kind of enclave. oh wow, big deal. Just let us go. Take nature. Wow, no. we're clearly not any harm to nature. We, we don't know how we got here, right? So can you just let us go without all the pomp. I, I don't care. We're trying to go somewhere completely different. We're trying to leave maybe in the next five minutes. You'll probably never see us again. So if you could call off your wolves and call off your friends and stop telling me to drop my weapon, and we'll go. You see the two wolves that are like standing either side. They shift into two druids as um, one of them steps forward, a bit older than the rest, a um, elven male with long grey hair that's pulled back into a single braid that falls way down to his ankles. Got a long beard that's braided as well, and he's like, you are trespassing on our island. Yes, we're well aware. way in and out. We mark everyone that comes in here. We do not account for any, any of you. We do not know how you're here. We need to find out. So you will throw down your weapons and you mark come us. with us. No, well, not it's physically. I was about to say, mark us like a dog marks no. a tree. <laughs> I <laughs> might want to pick my dagger Listen, back. Throw <laughs> down your weapons or are we going to have to solve this the old-fashioned way? I'm fairly it's sure you can just way. kind of let us walk away. Where are you going to go? It's an island. Well, the swim. No, you've got a boat. Gregory, I think we are kind of... I think we've got a boat, but... You know, I'm no, the boat is in one of the jackets or no, bags of holding or something that is now just then our bag. Then we will <laughs> raft if you let us. You will, us you will harm you one of our sacred trees to make yourself a raft. You will no. civilize people all no, the same. No, driftwood. No. Driftwood. <sighs> Only okay. driftwood. Destroy, destroy no, your nature not, for not your own gains. Typical. Oh. Throw down your weapons, please. Oh, God. Um, do, do you have a boat? Swim. Hmm. How do we get out? I mean, gross, <laughs> disgusting. They're they're now like looking at you and like a mate. He sort of like slammed his staff down. He's like weapons now, and he's looking at Gregory and Sole. I was like, what? What, what are you going to do about it, Gregory? I think we're you, you... I think we're fucked. Oh, oh, really? What gave that away, Phil? Was it the fact that we could have just gone to bed and been somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, I'm sorry about that. Oh yes, I'm sure you are. All right. What are you going to do with the weapons? Going to give them back to you if we'll you are get not them a back. to us. Assuming we behave, yeah. So, you know, we'll do their thing. They'll check that there's no, like, security holes in there, like, island security, and then double-check we're not spies. We know the drill, and then we'll be on our merry way, and they definitely won't solicit us in any way. <laughs> oh, I swear if we pick yeah, up then, another then we'll random from quest from these strange bearded <laughs> yeah, freaks <laughs> check here if you would like to hear about future <laughs> no fine throw down your weapon good sake something to shake to me <laughs> I'm, I'm, going to, I'm merely going to sheathe my blade no you're going to no, back in the shit down, down. You hear in the back of your head, Gregory. Freaked me. They look delicious. Oh, you can shut up as well. Fine. Throw the sword okay. down. As um, you throw it down and it clatters down to the rest. And they look at all of you and they're like, "All right." Um, you see two of the uh, 
other druids that came out behind look a bit younger. Seems like a bit of like a family hierarchy here. Um, start collecting the weapons and throwing them into like bags on their back and stuff. And uh, they look at all four of you, and then they give you some like woven hempen rope, and they give a uh, hand over to you. And it's like, can you all tie yourselves up to each other, please? Oh, this is ridiculous. Why? Oh, yeah, let's just throw down our weapons, everyone. It's not like we're fierce warriors or anything, is it? Oh, yes, we're the first person that tells us to drop our weapons. We'll just do it. Yeah, we'll just do it. I mean, that's not true. Everyone tells us to drop our weapons all the time, and we rarely do it. Okay, so the third person that comes up to us and tells us to drop our weapon, we just do it. Yeah, I'm still hoping it's going to work out. They're because... asking us to tie ourselves up. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, you don't, because you're about to do it. Mm, I think I go, I sort of look at look at Gregory, I give him a nod, and I look back at the other guy. I go, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll walk, and I throw the throw the rope back down to where we throw the weapons. Can we all roll a intimidation check? As we all just sort of you stand can there roll a persuasion them. check. Then like we'll we'll they're, walk. They're not out. intimidated by you, which um bear in mind they don't look super powerful, so. I don't know whether that kind of gives an inclination to like maybe they think they can still take you even if they are a little bit lower than yourselves um but you can roll persuasion check to sort of see if they trust you enough to not run away nice okay that's a 20 okay if i don't get advantage from so anyone else the but. the older druid he looks down he's like looks up at you for he's like don't try anything oh yeah i'm sure we won't and um they pick up the rope and they're like right Follow us and stay close. You can get lost in this jungle. As um, you start following them and you notice, you know, uh, I mentioned all those vines that are coming out from the floor. Um, when they step, they almost seem to form into like a bed. Whereas with you, you're like stepping into them and they're like pulling on you and you're sort of having to like waddle behind and they start leading you down like a path with all these uh, tiki wooden torches stands that seem to lead at either side of the path. And um, before long, you guys are, like, getting left behind as they're walking way faster than you. And you see the old druid look behind. He's like, oh, uh, right, sorry about that. And he just simply waves his hand. And you see the vines mm, as break I'm, off. As I'm, uh, as I'm struggling to walk, like, almost losing my balance, I go, oh, yes, this would have been amazing when I was all tied up, wouldn't it? Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> this is your first time taking prisoners, is it? You, you see the older druid look over um, to the rest and start walking. You see the two younger ones that picked up all the weapons uh, look at each other and they start speaking. They're like... And you see the other one... Oh, yes, a great, a foreign language. Over, he's like... And you see the other one's like... <laughs> and they start like walking off again. Um, do, out of curiosity, uh, does anyone see, speak druidic? No. Oh. <laughs> I think I think you might have to be a druid to speak druidic. Uh, yeah, unless you know. Isn't it, isn't for, it one of those? Some... Isn't it like thieves can't, where it's like almost impossible? Rules is written to. So learn. so rules is written. It takes about a year to learn if you specify for your character. Um, so anyone can learn it because it's like a language, right? Like anyone can actually learn to converse in a language it's just it takes a long while and especially with druidic it's a bit more secret same with thieves can't yeah they they converse each other laugh and then carry on some more as now the vines aren't impairing you anymore and you're kind of walking on them and as you walk past um 
you see these uh, couple of like tree ants. You see the older druid walk over to him. He's again. He's like, and uh, they sort of like look over at you four, and then they go back once more. Like, seems to be waddling over towards your location as well. As um. Oh, now we have to speak to trees. Hmm. I spoke to a tree once. Oh, did you fiddle? A while ago. That's nice. Yeah, it was when it was when you were dead. You had died, and we were going to find your monastery in the forgotten, no, in the border kingdoms. Yes, that's the one. In your in your forest, where your monastery is, there's tree ants there. There's a few, yes. You didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I made friends with one. I answered his riddles, and he took us to your monastery. Oh, is that Jeff? Maybe. Didn't get his name. He didn't ask. Kind of rude of me, actually. That is pretty rude. I asked him some questions, but he didn't want to know. He wanted me to answer his riddles. Were there three of them? Mm, maybe. There was only one that I remember. Maybe. It was something about, like, what what has mountains but no valleys and towns but no people and oceans but no water or something. It was a map. What was the answer? It was a map, yes. Yeah. That's, that's definitely Jeff. That's his favourite one, that is. That'll be him, then. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be him. Anyway, this is no Jeff. Um, so, you continue down this trail, and uh, it takes you... It takes you roughly about 30 minutes um, to walk down this path, and you, it's just forests everywhere, and it's so thick. The humidity's there. You're hearing all these... You know, uh, little flies flying past you, you know, latching onto you some more, you're having to flick them away. Um, some of the druids catch that and they sort of like look at you in disgust as um, you wade your way through. And uh, if you give me a second. So, you find yourself walking over a bridge, over a river. It seems to. Uh, run from one side of the island to the other and the water seems to be crystal blue it seems unimaginably beautiful as you walk over this woven wooden elven like bridge with all these vines and leaves that stick out as, that work as railings walk over it into a different forest this one called the great forest and you see there's loads of little water springs everywhere here, you see a strange little blue creature flying by with it's almost serpentine in shape that kind of and lands onto a branch and kind of like watches you as you pass, which you see it's like a miniature dragon and you sense this kind of what um, John Claude picked up. I um I think I look at it for a second, watch it fluttering through the breeze, and look at it sort of tilt my head slightly and go, that's that's really pretty. Look at it for a second longer, go, oh, FM. <laughs> Can I look through his eyes? <laughs> okay, so um, you look through FM's eyes. Is there any distance to um, what, how you can do that? Um, no. So I can only control him for. 
whatever it is, 100 meters or something. But the, uh, let's have a quick look. It might be a bit like self-sabotaging here, Ollie, but that is if the spell works. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's if my magic is working. But... With, with FM, I, I, I'm sort of like playing it because obviously I let it last session. Um, FM with your tether to him, it's sort of like an innate ability sort of thing, so you can. Hmm. It's his ability yeah. now. Yeah. Um, that's fair. So yeah, the wording of it is: while your familiar is within a hundred feet of you, you can communicate with it telepathically. It then says, "Full stop." Additionally, as an action, you can see through the familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. I think Critical Role and Jeremy Crawford have said, yeah, they are two separate things. I can communicate with him telepathically within 100 feet. Once he goes beyond that, I can't you speak can to him see. anymore, but I can still look through his eyes and hear what he hears. Yeah, but if I want to give him, like, orders, I need to do it within 100 feet. So I need to tell him, like, go out a few miles and then come back. Sure. If he starts getting attacked halfway through, I can't, like, sure. do anything you, with him. No, no, I... Um, but I think I can. Um, I think I can make him like the action I use. Um, yeah, as an action, you can temporarily dismiss the familiar into a pocket dimension. So I can do that. I can get rid of him at any distance, and then I can bring him back within thirty feet of me. So that is sort of what I'm trying to pay attention to. If he does get hit a couple more times and he looks like he's going to go out, then I might try and put him into a pocket dimension and pull him back out. At least attempt that to see whether it would work. Okay, yeah, I, I see. That <laughs> might be pushing the boundaries of what this spell can currently do, seeing as it's kicking yeah, on Yeah, I, I, I would say, roll me a d20. It's going to determine which okay. way we go. 10 and above, we go for it. Below 10, um, I'll say that it isn't working. Yeah, it's limited then, yeah. Okay, that's a nat one. Sums okay. it up. So, uh, <laughs> you can still see through his eyes, but he seems to be off on his own little adventure at the moment. Um, you can see he's currently found uh, some high tree on a hill where he's sort of looking out everywhere, but seems completely lost. He's looking around in all the wrong directions. Mm. Ah, he's probably lost us. Um, not really sure where, <laughs> where to go. And this forest as well is it's oh, very dear. confusing if you're not don't have a guide to show you where mm. to go unless you're a master um skeleton like john claude um yeah you definitely can get lost in there which fm seems to be lost yeah poor old fm as fm stands for flying monkey by the way in case we haven't told the audience that he is a flying monkey well, i don't even think um <laughs> any any of you guys probably know that yeah people know that Josh definitely knows that. I'm sure Bobby does. Um, <laughs> what do they think? That I just pop out a little person? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, John Claude. <laughs> as you're sort of walking with this group, sort of leading the way as you were the first to kind of approach them, uh, you see this dragon um, approach onto a branch and you see past the dragon is this image of this small little cave um, just past this little spring with a mini little waterfall flowing down. You see past this waterfall is this cave and inside the cave is this glistening treasure chest that is encased in gold. It's incandescent and you're just seeing it just sitting there waiting to be grabbed. 
I see. Some yep. kind of test. To see if we're greedy. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then you see all of you. I don't even bat an eyelid. Okay, so you go by, and the next person following you, which uh, the next person to come out of the tree was um, Fiddle. So Fiddle, you now see it. I see. Can I roll an arcana check, looking at it? See what it looks like. See if I can glean any more information. It's a 19. 19. Um, seems to have an essence of magic about it, um, just because it looks so... There's so much splendor about it. The waterfall, the shine of it, the chest, how it glows through the waterfall itself. How you can actually see the chest through the waterfall as well. I say, um, can I can I ask a question? No, we keep going. Dear, dear captor, please. No. What, what's up with that treasure chest? <sighs> you know, he looks over, he's like, what <laughs> treasure chest? That treasure chest behind that waterfall. Looks over. He's like, "What waterfall?" Hmm. Inside check. Is he fucking with me? Roll an inside check. Right, so it's an eight. Who knows? Fuck! <laughs> Are you fucking with me? There's a treasure chest over there, inside a waterfall. Come on. We have to keep moving. And he starts like walking again. You see the druids are kind of like pushing you forward a little bit. Just to nudge you on. Fine. Fine. Okay. Fine. So, Gregory, you see the same thing. Just going to walk past. Not, not making it up, right? You guys can you guys can see it, right? What's this chest? Yeah. Well, it's an obvious ploy fiddle. We're walking past it. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Lead your way through this other forest on this island. Which takes you another about 30 minutes before coming out onto the other side. You see, along the coast, there's a settlement located on the edge of the island, which is the city state of Sapra. Wooden palisade walls surround the settlement with houses all clustered within. All these houses are wooden structures with moss-covered roofs. It isn't overly impressive, the city itself, and to look at, it's barely even big enough to be a town. The most notable thing about the settlement is what sits next to it on the coast. You see, lining all the way from horizon to horizon is a reef line doesn't seem overly big but it seems to run the perimeter around the island acting as a natural fortification for it the only way in and out of the city is by sea through a gap in the reef that sits adjacent to the settlement itself so the settlement is the first thing most sailors see when they come to the island as you kind of squint on this kind of hill you're in overlooking the settlement and then the reef beyond you can see that there's six figures on the reef itself three on each side and they seem to be wiggling and waving like almost like a mirage effect as you sort of clear your vision a little bit and uh you can see their water elementals that are standing guard as you carry on down this kind of hill leaving the forest behind you and into the settlement the druids take you into the city and you walk through and you can see it's 
made up of different families, women, children, elderly men, all seem to be people that seek refuge away from civilised life and for a quieter one. They've all come here, set up their trades and set up like a functioning little society where they work for each other. You work your way through all the different houses and they take you past the big town hall that sits in the centre that looks more like a Viking longhouse than any other structure and into this large bamboo building where it seems to act as a sort of jail for people where you see there's a druid standing guard and they speak in the same tongue that and um, he opens the door and you see the druids all stand aside and they're like if you please go in here and await for us to come get you so we can ascertain that you are not a threat to our society <clears throat> I mean yeah we've come this far haven't we fine fine whatever Okay. So you all head in, they lock it behind, and you see two druids stand guard as um, the others go up into the town hall, where you are now essentially in confinement. Inside here, it's not very grand, it's quite dire, really. Um, you know, you can see there there are, like, some bits of dried blood stains that try, try to be, like, wiped over, and there's some, like, you know, some smeared... Um, poo stains on the wall as well as like a piss bucket in the corner. It's not, it's not it's great. It's lovely, isn't it? But, you know, could be yeah, worse as well. This is horrific. Um, you see, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it could be worse, though, couldn't it? We could be over a I've pit been of jails before, but I've been in jails before, but I've never been anywhere that has shit on the walls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, I, I described this the as... environment and shit. But, yeah, for some reason, all of your inmates perform in dirty protests. Why is that? Yes, I think the exact word to describe this is not yeah, the worst. Yeah, too right. Are you, are you saying that to the, uh... <laughs> the the druid the on the uh, the right of the gate looks over at you. He's like, uh, I would have you know that um, shit makes up great um, builder for houses. My house itself is made up of shit as well as dirt. <laughs> I don't, I don't right, so there isn't shit smeared on the walls then, God. The walls are made of shit. No, no, like there we're is. We're in a mud hole, prison. Right? No, no, a mud prison. There, there is, this is rubbish. There is. <laughs> well, you, you don't, Josh. You don't physically have to go through it, all right? So I'm not, it's not like I'm putting you through. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why, why. I can't believe you're putting my character through this. This is fucking disgusting. There, there is <laughs> shit on the walls. It's worse than that. Yeah, the walls are the made walls. of shit. <laughs> Wait. So what? They've they've got iron barred doors. But yet no, the houses no, no. are made out of shit. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's it's all bamboo. It's like a bamboo gel house. You know, like what the Japanese used to make their houses out of, like World War Two, where they keep America. Oh, oh yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Human very, shit. Very, yeah. Famously. Yeah, very famously. Very famously. <laughs> sorry, Ali, we're being mean now. That's all right. Everyone will know that you guys are bullies. <laughs> you won't let me torment yeah, you. Yeah, he's gonna blame and us. You're complaining this about like, no. it. How dare you censor me? This is a Stop world-building, so, God. Yeah, I think I turn to the guard and go. Honestly, I've been in some prison cells before. Like, 
I've never seen one covered in <laughs> shit like this. <laughs> that was yeah, this is a pretty horrific prison. He, I'm not gonna lie. He looks over at you and he's like, "Well, we do clean it up pretty regularly, but if you want to blame anyone, blame that person there." And he points behind you to a human male who's just um sat in the corner of the jailhouse with you. There's only one other person in it, and he's just sat there, just sort of like on the walls at the moment, just already drawing another shape on there. And he's like, what? what is this? Well, if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> yeah, can we, uh, can I... Can I look at the guy and go, hey, hey, what's your name? You seem like Ezekiel. an Ezekiel. You seem like an interesting guy, right? Fuck you, Ezekiel. You better not bring my mother into this. <laughs> Um, fuck's sake <laughs> what's your name <laughs> he, you see the mate he's just drawing crap and he's literally so there's some like robes like black robes that have just been thrown onto the other corner of the floor and he's just in a loincloth at the moment and he just sort of stops drawing for a second looks over at you and it's all, almost sinister looking it's just like a bit half half lit and he's just like <laughs> and he goes back to like drawing some more well, that's unsettling, isn't it? Mm. Sorry, the door's made out of bamboo. Uh, bamboo, yes. Bamboo can be pretty strong. Yes, but I mean, I'm, I'm also pretty strong. But I'm Gregory Wilder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just kind of break through the door. See, this is a situation in which very much I could break through the door. Anyway, what are we doing here? What do you want to check? I really hope you aren't asking us to get in this cell with this man. Because <laughs> I think this we're, might... We're, yeah, we're obviously above this. <laughs> yes, you've, you've been teetering on the edge of a conflict with us since you picked us up. We've been very yeah. respectful to you. This might be the end of the road if you ask us to get in that cell. <laughs> I was like, I'm absolutely well, you, not. So, so you all said that you went into the jailhouse, right? Um, yeah. The house itself isn't, it, it isn't individual cells. It's just one large kind of like room. And it's just got like sort of one long bench on either side, so it's just one long kind of holding building. That's all it is. It's not individual cells. So it's just one big room. It's just one big room. You're at one side of it. They may each. Okay, I think we're all stood. I think we're all stood at the door then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fine. I'm not sure, sure we would have gone in. Like, we're, we're not going yeah, in. We turn around. Just, just turn around. All in unison. Then look back at the guard. <laughs> just go. No. We're not doing that. <laughs> Here. And no further. <laughs> <laughs> they they say they're like, listen, if you give us an hour or two, and then we will let you back out. We promise. You know, we've we've been. I won't give you a minute. I won't give you a minute. <laughs> Look, he's harm. He's harmless. For, you've walked us for like two hours through the woods. I've been bitten to death by mosquitoes. I'm not going in this you know den with you know this man I... drawing on the wall with feces. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to have to do this, but can we please speak to your supervisor? <laughs> they're, they're like looking at you now. I'd they're... like to speak to your manager. They're like, look... Does, you... is the... Do yep. they still have the weapons in the bag near us? Uh, so two of the druids have like walked off with the with the bags and it's just like um, the people that were standing guard now. Like The people have like left and gone to the town hall to speak to an elder. And they're like, listen... 
Arixa back there, Arixa, and you see the matey at the back is like, <laughs> and they're like, you're not going to harm these poor fellows, are you? You're you're harmless, and he's just like, <laughs> and just goes back to drawing, and they're like, see, it, see, he's harmless. It doesn't matter. So doesn't matter. May I ask you a question? Uh, yes, you may. Honestly, okay. Yes. So let's say that you are asked to wait for your friend for an hour. Hmm. Uh, and you were told by said friend, oh, I'll be back in a minute, just yep. wait in this pile of shit. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? Yes. So, Druids. Then, so what you're saying is, if you could just take a quick step inside of there for me, just both of you, just a quick step inside, just to check it out. They, they you know, both, and just start, see they what both condition. hold their staffs up to you now, Gregory. And they're like, are you getting in or are we going to have to do this the hard way? Oh, what are you going to do? Really? I go inside. No, Casey, no, absolutely, we're not stand. going inside. It only works if we all take a stand. We've got no weapons. Let's just go through with it. We're stronger together. There's more of us than these two. Yeah, but there's more of them. You, you don't have any spells. Not that you would anyway. You're, you're, because you're seeing you're just a normal man. You're seeing all the people have spells. that live in this settlement. Um, you see like a mother and a child like stand by, and they're like watching this because they're like, oh, new people, and they're all like staring at you now. And you're seeing a, you're getting like a bit of a circle kind of forming around. They're all like staring. They say, excuse me, kind excuse citizens, me, kind We're, friends and companions. <laughs> Is there a nice coffee house we could sit in for the next hour or so? Because this shithole isn't doing it for any of us. You see what the druids like looking over you. It's like, don't talk to our people. And don't call our house, okay. our home a shithole. I'm sorry, your people? The guy's <laughs> painting with poo. What do you want from me? <laughs> we don't, this one we don't want him to do. We don't want him to do that. He just does it. Then why are you putting I mean, us I in know. there? We've he's, done nothing wrong. He's been doing that. it for the last we, three days. We can't stop no. him. But what are we being arrested for? What are the charges? Well, you'll find out. Who painting? Yes, please, please. I understand. As I said earlier, we have been treating you with respect as you have been treating us. We merely want to keep that level of respect between us. Mm, this isn't very... It isn't very respectful making us wait in here. No, but again, you haven't really said what you're doing here. So we we're just kind of here. You you haven't asked us. You haven't asked uh, us what we what our plan is to do here. And we did tell you. Our plan is to leave as, as soon as possible. As soon as, as, possible. as humanly possible. We have been gone by yes, now. exactly. But no, you just said oh, we arrest us. We'll take their weapons and we'll tie them up <laughs> and then we'll throw them in throw them in a cage. Yes. As you, as you but see But look, but look, none of this matters. None of this matters because you're not the people that we need to be speaking to. Are you? You're not the people who will decide to let us go. So we will, we'll, we will happily wait for the cogs of your bureaucracy to move. But we will not wait in here. We will wait outside. We will wait here with you, right outside. If we could just close the door, please. As you see, as you start saying that, um, you start seeing the two druid guards converse with each other. That, and they're quite aggressive with it. And then you see one of them who looks a bit younger starts um, t- shifting into a bear shape, getting really angry. And then the other one like calms him down quickly. So as um they're doing that, uh, John Claude, as you've walked in there, you hear this whisper next to your ear going, <laughs> "I wouldn't go in there if I were you." As um you hear the uh, mate you uh, Erixa has come up to your ear and starts like whispering in your ear. He's like, he tells me not to go inside. I, who said he went inside? I thought he stopped him. <laughs> Hey, he's like looking at all of you. Daisy, get out of there. 
Hey, his paint palette's empty. I'm just gonna take a dump. All right, all right, I'm coming. He, he like grabs you by the wrist, um, John Claude, and he like pulls you in. He's like, <laughs> Cinder Moon sees all. She won't let you go easy. No, 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 not not if you can smell little smellsy. They're bad. They're really bad. You stay in here with me, Get yes? With you stay. Why are you here? <sighs> Why are we anywhere? Oh, stop talking to This Jewish. man needs professional help. <laughs> what are you doing to this? I thought Druid's all about peace. This man's clearly unwell. You see you see the guards are like, um, the other one that isn't as aggressive, he's like, right, Erixa, get in the back now, or we're going to have to burn you again. And he's like... <laughs> what do you mean, again? See. again. You burned it. What the fuck? <laughs> Look, remember when I said. Remember when I said. Remember when we came out of the log and I refused to give my weapons up? Sort of sounds like a better idea now, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, we won't burn you again. You see. I can't believe what I'm hearing. You see, Erixa like goes to the back and he's like. Um, <clears throat> he's like. She'll make you answer for the tear in the sky. She will. Three days ago, three days. And he starts crawling back. He's like, three days, three days. And he goes back yes, to drawing yes, on yes. the wall. The tear in the goddamn sky. The main thing, the end of the world. That's what we are doing. We are trying to stop the end of the world. And we are the only four people who can do this. And you're currently delaying us. And John Claude, you, Please. you're free to go back out again we... as the elderly druid comes back down. And he's like... Why are they not in the uh, jailhouse? Why are they outside? And you see the other two are like flabbergasted. Absolutely like, not going in there. Like, yeah, we refuse. I'm sorry, sir. We refuse. And uh, you see, with the elderly Jewett is this human male gentleman, very burly, um, sort of nicely kept goatee and um, brown hair, but very tattered and worn um, jerkin. And he's like, uh, um, uh, Right. Um. Uh, hello. Uh. Are they are they dangerous? And you you see um the elderly druid. He's like um, not as far, not so far. Um. I'm still on the fence though. And you see the um human male looks over you. He's like, <clears throat> okay. Well. Um. Hello. My name is uh Mayor Thomas Flagcairn. I am the uh. Hello, Mayor. The part-time Mayor. Finally, somebody. And then... It's very nice to meet you, Net Mayor. My name is Jachor Jossi Vodrick Fiddlesong Goldflight, and we are the Nine Hells Mercenary Company. We accidentally overshot our teleport trying to get to Cedarswick to try and stop this tear in the world that's opened up above Salt Rock. Um, we overshot our teleport and ended up here on your island. Very sorry about that. We would very much like to leave as soon as possible, if that is... If that is possible, I hope that your goals align with ours. Mm, that seems quite troubling. We've had a couple of them. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, actually, there was a mage trying to go to the Gulfamir Forest and ended up here. It's quite seems like a uh, a thing. Um, mm, well, yes. I'm afraid uh, I I would like to let you um, head off, but the only way out is. Oh, you would. That's fantastic news. Uh, why do you sound aggressive? <laughs> let him let him finish, Gregory. Let him finish. <laughs> um, I have, uh, basically, um, no one can leave here. It's a um, uh, that uses magic. Um, it's like a magical um thing this island has, except from if you're divine, innate, or um, 
more of the land. Um, you have to speak to one of the six elders of the druids here. Um, only uh, she can give you permission to leave. Um, her name is uh, Cinder Moon. Uh, she's in the town hall waiting for you if you're all ready to follow me. Course. Better than waiting in a fucking room of shit, isn't it? To go and ask for permission to leave. <laughs> Sounds like a lovely society they've got here. Anyway, come on then. Okay, so you all head up towards the uh, town hall. And um, again, you, you pass what looks like, you know, a local smithery, uh, a blacksmith, um, like a, a young strapping fellows like uh you know hammering a, a sword there and you see thomas goes over to him he's like how you doing son yeah it's looking good that is but you need to work on your aim sir you're chipping the ends of the blade a little bit and kind of pats him on the back and starts walking you pass an inn um which again seems all family run and uh people coming in and out everyone seems quite bliss here seems quite peaceful and um he see he says um I'm sorry about the uh, treatment that uh, you all seem to be seem to have had. You all seem a bit disgruntled. Uh, it's, um, we're quite secluded, we are, and um, I think we forget how to speak to most people some days. Um, you must forgive my my uh, fellow village. It's okay, it's, it's understandable. It's understandable. This does seem like a very nice place you've got here. It's, it's, it's a nice town. Yes. People seem to be really at ease. It's for people who don't want to live in society find it too hard or grueling or with o vicious overlords who seem to oppress their people rather than help them they mm. need to need to get away from that and we offer that here um with the druids that uh we are very fortunate to have them they might seem a bit strict but they open their doors up only to the most pure heartest of us you know, to keep this place as blissful as it is does sound nice. Society has been slowly going downhill over the years, and what with the issues to the weave, things are um, things are definitely taking a steepward downhill turn. If only the whole world could come hide out in a place like this. Mm, very quite. Um, Fortunately, though, it's not how the world works, and you've still got to have people to save the actual world out there. Otherwise, you know, millions die. Um, as you mentioned the weave, he sort of like looks around at you and then looks at the two druids flanking behind. He stops outside the town hall and kind of pulls you four to the side. And he's like, go wait down there two seconds. Um, you two, I'll, I'll be a second. And they're like sort of nods and then go back down. He's like, uh, if I was you, I wouldn't mention the weave or magic to Cindermoon. Uh, the Emerald Enclave don't it's take okay. kindly to mages. Um, no, I think I've heard about these guys before. I don't think I'll mention it to their elder. Yes, she's very annoyed with um, Eryxa in that jail cell at the moment. He was a mage and um, went a bit kooky <laughs> a couple of days back. And um, hmm. yeah, now uh, they seem to blame all mages for what's happened here. Um, I don't really believe that myself, but uh, yeah, I'll keep that down on a low low. That man was a mage? The man in the cage? Yes, yeah, he was filled with rage. He, <laughs> he was um he he was a he was a brilliant mage and a scholar. He wrote uh, stories about her uh, here and um yeah, he was he was fantastic. He was fascinated by how the magic worked here. Um one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Um I know that doesn't seem like it now. <laughs> uh, seems a bit silly. Interesting. Uh anyway, 
Cinder Moon awaits, and he sort of gestures for all of you to head into the town hall. So, heading into the town hall, Sapra, is a long wooden hall with moss-covered tiles, woven roots for windows, and warm braziers burning incense that fill the air with lavender, a lavender scent. You see inside is a grass-covered floor instead of wood, tables line each side of the hall for everyone to eat in the village. And at the far end of the hall sits six chairs, all level with the rest of the room, all woven out of root, each chair. Almost seems almost a bit jagged and uneven. One of the chairs, one of the middle ones, has been raised higher than the rest, almost as if it stands on a ten-foot tree trunk. It's almost woven into one. As a female elf with brown skin, long black hair, green emerald earrings that match her eyes, and a long flowing green dress sits upon as you sort of approach. The mayor kind of walks up as you walk up, and she's sort of like sitting there at the moment and um, kind of reaching over, and he's like, uh, Cinder Moon, this is, um, uh, what was it? Sorry. We are um, the Nine Hells Mercenary Company. The Nine Hells Mercenary Company. It's, it's, it's just a name. It doesn't reflect us at all. It's quite a poorly descriptive name, if I'm honest. She's looking at you, and she's got these piercing green eyes that seem to observe each one of you in this kind of... Um, otherworldly wise kind of look and she's like why would a mercenary company come to our safe haven you see we we were teleported here by a mage and i believe he uh he may have messed up the spell you know how unpredictable mages can be and fortunately it was the only way for us to travel but um yeah the the spell overshot and we ended up here Instead of Cedarsbrook in the Gulf of Mary Forest, which is where we were aiming for. She looks at you and she's like, So, you are sympathizers of mage users, are you? Those no, who would seek to tear was, um, nature I asunder mean, and tear the world apart. I mean, are you a. Are you a. Are you a sympathizer to the wind? The fact that something exists around you and you don't seek to destroy it doesn't mean you're a sympathizer. I actually hate yes, mages. Yes, we deal with mages. Mages are are existing in the world. They're a daily part of life for people off, off this island. You cannot condemn people for living in a separate world to you. We do not. We do not condemn them. We recognise the weave as a thing and it helps nature grow to its course. What we don't agree with is the careless mages in those ivory towers over on the coast. They seem to abuse it and tear it to their own volition and to seek to tear stuff in the pursuit of their own benefit and destroy everything around them you. with fire and ice. I can guarantee you none of us has ever owned an ivory tower. And she looks at the rest of you and she's like, and what's the rest of you have to say? Do you side with this? It's close-minded individual. What? <laughs> what just happened? What? Are you, what? <laughs> what? What, are you what? talking about? <laughs> uh, listen, excuse me. Uh, I hope you know that I'm a paladin, and you are now currently interrupting divine work. Roll, roll a persuasion check. It's an eleven. Okay. She's like. Divine work, you say? 
Yes. What, what would that be? Because that is in the pursuit of the greater good of all. And that is yes, something it is. we support. So, oh, perfect. Well, anyways, so, big giant tear in the sky. Turns out it's very evil. And uh, I am on a divine quest to go and stop the holes in the sky with my companions here. We're also, in fact, doing divine work too. It's true. Glory be to Helm. Yes, Helm's bells indeed. And, and she looks at you, um. And she looks at you, John Claude. And you? What part do you play in the tear in the sky? It was like that when I got there. When did you get there? What part do you have in it? No part. I'm only trying to stop it. That's my only part. Yeah, all I've done is deal with shit for like the last six months. It's been a nightmare. So no. I like, no, it's not my fault. Every breath and ounce of energy for the last fuck knows how long has gone into making that go away, but every single person I've met, including my party members, seem to hinder me. I glance at Gregory Wisenhorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked. <laughs> well, not that shocked. And why, why do you want to stop it? What purpose do you have in it being closed? Um... Because I think the world might end if it doesn't. Oh, wait, no, hang on. I think we're talking about different things. She just sits there staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you were on the right lines there. There's a big hole in the sky that has opened up because Azarak is... And is that that's related to yes, everything? Yeah. Do not, yeah. Yeah, All right. do not utter okay. that name here. He is a vile creature. And we're he trying is. to kill him. He truly is. We want to go forth from this place and stop him in his nefarious ways. I'm glad we're in agreement of this. It would have been would have been real bad if you guys were all you know, secret Azerite worshippers. I said <laughs> don't utter oh, that sorry. name. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> and she's staring at you, fiddle. Uh, I'm gonna say roll a. It's not exactly deception because you are telling the truth. But it's either deception or performance to kind of dance around the fact to kind of smooth relations over. Because at the moment she seems like she's not taken to you, whereas the others she seems impartial yeah, yeah. with. But the only one she's taken to is Gregory at the moment. That's the only one she seems to believe. Okay. Got a twenty-one on my performance. I'm used to performing in front of a crowd. Yes. Okay. She looks at you and she sits back in her chair. I say, we are merely humble servants of these gods. For all that is good in the world, we are here. We are here to stand up because the prime material world will not go softly into this good night. We will not stand down whilst gods, de whilst gods try to defile our plane. We are the four who will stand up. We are the four that will fight and say no more. We are the nine elves. And please let us off your island. We choose to save the world, not because it is easy, but <laughs> because, because it is it hard. Is hard. <laughs> we stand together now. 
on the forefront of a new We'll find them on the beaches. We'll find them on the landing grounds. You see, you see the mayor who's sat in the um, uh, not sorry, he's standing in the town with you. He starts going, and then he looks up at like um. Uh, yeah, I haven't noticed, but I've actually been like, I've actually been like spinning around, not spinning around, but you know, turning to like the crowd down, like, you know, who gathered around. Yeah, yeah. And turning around, like throwing my arms out left <laughs> and right, and I finish it by a big th- flourish of both hands up in the world. Both hands up in the air. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyone who hasn't made a check yet, there's one more check to make. Um, so I believe that's either John Claude or Soleil. Um, She's asking, how did you end up on our island and where do you plan to go from here? We were teleported here, like, inaccurately. We overshot where we were aiming for, which was the Gulf of Mere Forest. And we spent the last several hours asking everyone we've met if we can leave as soon as possible. Please, can we leave as soon as possible? Where are you going? The Gulf of Mere Forest. And how do you intend to get there? With swim, if it needs be, just let us go. Is there any chance you have a boat we could borrow? I float on my eyelids. I'll say, uh, roll persuasion check. Yeah, oh. What <laughs> 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 you got the negative one? <laughs> oh. Yes! <laughs> 17. 17. Okay. She looks at you and she's like, Mayor Thomas? And you see him like look over and he kind of like walks away. He's like, um, yes, yes, yes. And um, Elder Cedar Moon, Cinder Moon, sorry. And she's like, <laughs> Don't fuck this for us, Mayor Thomas. Don't make her angry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, and uh, she's like, <laughs> You'll give them one of our fishing barges. It should be enough to get them towards the coastline, and from there they can continue on their divine quest to save the realms. And he's like, um, yes, your lady, of course. And he starts kind of like bowing and walking and bowing. He's like, um, bow to the lady, everyone. I bow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bow forward. And, um, are you all following Mayor Thomas back out again, are you? No, excuse me. Yeah. Fuck, yes. Fuck off. I mean, no, no. Gregory, we're oh, so close. Oh, we're so close to having. Yeah, we'll get them later. <laughs> Mayor Thomas will give them to you on your departure. Oh, thank you very much, my lady. And your your handlers are very fetching. <laughs> she doesn't seem to. We will hold she, our breath. She doesn't we react hold our breath at as all we walk to out. that. And <laughs> yeah, uh, she lets you go. Good luck on your travels, all of you. Nine Hells Company. And then she lo- looks back at you. Thank you. You fiddle with a bit of scorn before going back once more to her chair. And her chair rises up again, ten feet, as you all leave the town Can square. I give her a big wave? I seriously, at this point, do not trust her or anybody else. We have met this entire day, and it's taken my entire strength not to just run away and go and hide somewhere because I don't trust anyone at all but I do trust the Nine Hells and Gregory has been saying I'm quite quite paranoid recently so I'm going to trust fully in him to to you know maneuver our way out of this okay 
not a fan of any of this, but my love for Gregory is putting this through. Appreciate that. So, That'd um, be weird. Mayor Thomas leads you down towards the docks where there's like um, a row of fishing barges. It almost seems like straight out of Moana almost. It's all these like um, rafts. Oh, oh, as soon as we're as soon as we're outside of the room with the elder, I get fucking hell. Nine hells. That might be the first interaction with like a, a person of authority that has gone well. Ever, as far as ever. We Congratulations! Are not in the Gulf Mere Forest yet. We are not in the Gulf Mere Forest yet, yes, but I we think also don't have our weapons. Successful interaction we've ever had, but we're also not fighting currently. <laughs> That's a step That's up. True. It's a step up. She doesn't seem overly pissed off with us. We're not ending the day almost dead. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. true. Yes, and we didn't have to go in the shit room. Thoroughly successful day. <laughs> so far. Yes, I'm still quite warm though. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a little bit cooler on the coast here, but still very humid. Um as uh, Mayor Thomas uh leads you to the raft and he's like, um uh you see there's two of the young druids there with the bags of weapons that kinda of place them down and um they start speaking once more like and the other one starts laughing as they're like walking off as Mayor Thomas is like um, so, uh, <clears throat> uh, I'd hate to ask this, but um, do one of you know how to sail? Or Shit. Do, yes, do sir. I need to fetch someone who knows how to sail to bring the boat back? No, right. he jumps forward. <laughs> I think I could probably get us there. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, so, um, excuse me, Mayor. Yes. It might be too much to ask, but your your mage who went crazy. Yes. I'm not... I don't know. I I obviously don't want to overstep the mark or anything. I don't want to, you know. But... Do you, do you know what's happening to him? No, no. What's your plan with him going forward? No idea. He's, um... We're not really sure what to do with him, to be honest. He's, a, he's beloved here, to be honest. But he's a bit of a danger to everyone. So we've sort of locked him up. Um, you know, mm. he, he belongs in um, Allegan. Um, you know, that's where he's got a, a home there, but um, yeah, he's not really fit for I travel see. at the moment. Would you, um, I believe the thing that is affecting the world is affecting him. The weave is being, you know, displaced as such. I believe Mistra has been killed, and anybody who has access to the weave will be feeling the effects of it. I myself have, and Different mages will feel it in different ways. This is by far the most severe case I've seen so far. Would you like me to take charge of him? I would very much like to. Fiddle, we're not taking shit, guy. We're not taking shit, guy. On the boat with us, Gregory. Please listen. <laughs> we can take him away from this island. Take him to the shore. I will be able to cast a spell and send him to Candlekeep, where they can look after him for one and maybe study him for two. Washing his hands first. Roll, roll, roll a persuasion check. That's <laughs> yeah, a twenty-two. He looks around. And he's like, hmm. "Well, Sin, I can, I can help Cinderboon him." says that he did that to himself for abusing the wave. Um, but you're saying that it was something else. It, 
It is fully beyond his control. I understand why Cinderman sees it that way. But that man needs help. You know he does. We can take him. Nobody will be any the wiser. We'll be on the boat, you know, before anybody even notices. Well, it's... How, how about, how about we go and get on the boat? You go and collect him. Bring him straight to the boat and we'll leave as soon as he's on board. Hmm. Would it be possible? Does he have possessions? Uh... Any any writings or spell books or something that might might lead us to you know figure out what's going on. No, he's got his um, robes that he took off to use as a um, cloth to clean off the wool and then start drawing again. I see, I see. But he doesn't have a spell book. Uh, no. What's one of them? It's like a book that a mage keeps around with all of his writings. Oh, he's got a load of journals and stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, he, mm. can, he keeps yes, them in his yeah, room. Yeah, that sort here. of thing. Yes. Yeah. Would it be possible to to grab those? Yes. As well? They could prove invaluable in in fighting what's. Yes, what's of course. Um, yes, I'll, I'll go fetch him. Um, and you see him Thank walk you. over to the Thank smithy, and he's like, "Come here, boy." And you see the boy who was like um, making a sword, um, puts it puts it down and comes over. He's like, "This is my son, Philip. I'm the smithy here, and he's uh trains for me while I work part time as the mayor." He's like, "Say hello, Philip." Nice he's like, meet you, Philip. Did he just um, say he was part-time like, as a mayor? What he did say he was the what part-time do you mean, mayor part-time? Lots of, lots of you know, societies have a part-time mayor. It's not a full-time yeah, job. So we, all, you know. we all swap roles here. This is how we do things, you know? We all help each other out. Seems like a very good society. I'm not going to lie. Are you are you elected? Um. Well, yes. Like, you know... It, people ask it's like when someone needs to step down and someone needs to do a role they're like does anyone want to do it and i'm like well i don't mind and then they're like yeah you know you, you can do a good job seems like a seems like a good yeah, system i'm not forced to um i quite enjoy it actually it's quite fun um i'm sure right philip sure. and he's like yes dad and he's like do you mind going with these lads and then um once they're over on the other side of the shore bring the boat back with us will you and he's like um okay yep sure um where are we going uh, he's like um, well, the nearest uh, settlement from here is Alagan. Would that would that serve for you? It helps with Eryxa as well. That's where he lives, unless you're planning on sending him elsewhere. I'll yeah. say just yeah. for this to wrap it up, um, Mayor Thomas goes back, gets yeah. Eryxa. Um, so this is how he spells his name. Um, puts uh, forces the shitty robes on him. <laughs> Gives him his book, sends him on his way. He seems kooky as hell as he gets onto the uh, the barge, and you see Philip gets on as well, and um, they sort of help you set the sails. And uh, Mayor Thomas is like, "Right, um, just get past that reef, the opening with the water elementals, and um, don't spook them, all right? Because they they um, will destroy the boat. I've seen it happen half a dozen times now. Just." Ignore them, pretend they're not even there, sail <laughs> past. It should be about six hours, roughly, Talagan, and then you should uh, arrive at the uh, the city walls. Sounds pretty good. Sounds right. pretty good. Um, and he looks over and he's like, oh, hold on a second. And he walks over, goes into a smithy. Um, about two minutes later, he comes out with like a little um, basket full of uh, baguettes, grapes, um, food, different sort of stuff. He's like, um, something for your trip and kind of hands it over to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Thank you. 
This is, this is honestly wonderful town you uh, have. Thank you very much. It's actually a city. Um, you know, remember that it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's a city. Sorry. Sorry. Of course, you've got yeah. a mayor. Got yeah. a mayor. <laughs> he, sure, like, sure. he says that with no assurance whatsoever. Like he does. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. He has to say yeah. that. Um, so, as you have your little hamper <laughs> and you start setting sail out from the little harbour of Sa- um, Sapra, and you sail out past the little coral reefs that are former natural fortification around the island, you pass six elementals free either side that seem to just bob up and down looking forward as you join the seas heading towards the distant horizon and towards John Claude's bakery home of Allegan. Mm-hmm. You excited to go home JC? I think so. <laughs> Bust the door down. Hey you little shit how's my bakery doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if, if um, you remember from like the last correspondence you had with uh, Pierre, um, it wasn't it wasn't going too well. So, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so far, Ollie, I think this might be the most D and D feeling thing we've ever done. <laughs>